Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean, who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir. I want to thank everyone for listening and give a special shout-out to all our Patreons out there. Uh, we have a lot of fun making the show for you all, and the truth is, we'd make it even if no one listened. With that said, your feedback and contributions go a long way towards encouraging us to find even more ways to embarrass ourselves for your entertainment. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. If you'd rather get some loot in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash thecommentist where you can get a roll to hit t-shirt of all things. Of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks for your consideration and now the show. So rising from the staircase behind you is the sound of feet stopping. If the castle's inhabitants didn't know something was up, they're about to. As they're running out and them going down the staircase next to the armory, presumably to the courtyard, as promised, they were going to take care of everything else if you guys thought you could take on Seidel and Aureus. You all ready for combat as Seidel certainly heard the commotion, and he turns around to look upon the four of you. Face to face with the man who was sent to kill you, he leers upon all of you and says, Who the hell are you? <laughs> Seidel laughing as his burst goes off his hand, and Zero suddenly feels like this wind is pushing him. He's just back there trying to fight it and is currently stuck in the corner of the room. Fast is walking backwards, they just hit something. He's in this like giant sphere, using the grasping vine to wrap up an already unconscious Sherlock Talon. You feel the web slowly reach up your legs. You have any idea who I work for? Who I trained under? Uh, yeah, Lord Thervol. Thervol! Walks over to a statue of a very scared girl and smashes it on the ground. We were told Aureus was looking to kill us. You? Why would he want you? You're nobody. That's why we came to find out. <laughs> the best part is, I got word that Hatterai was discovered dead not two hours ago. Connected to a dashboard of levers and buttons are these two giant tanks standing vertical. A young woman is in one of them. Sparks begin flying from the machine and the woman is slumped over motionless as the vine whips Sherlock underneath the now unoccupied tube. Right before he places me in the tube, can I say, Bertrand, run. So as the tubes are going down, Bertrand flies out and so goes, what the fuck was that? As the banging on the door just continues, what are more of you doing in my stronghold? It'll be at least an hour before they break down that door and walks over to another machine. He's slipping through an accordion folder, grabbing a sheet of paper, opening up the top of the machine, putting the paper inside. A light shoots across it from the inside. You'll have a couple seconds to scheme something before he returns. Um... Am I free in this? Uh... Yeah, you can like bang well, around it. I take my troll fist hammer of glass smashing and I <laughs> hit it against the glass. That's just the things in cars to break the windshield. <laughs> them. Sherlock is smashing up against the uh, thick glass when back flies Bertrude just standing in front of him. You now just look in the glass. He's pecking at it. I, I uh, stop and I just reach out my hand. <laughs> is this wall, wind of wall, wall of wind? 
It's yeah. still yes. It's just wall. blowing up against you. Like it's you can get a few feet before it blasts you against the wall. Can I jump over it? No, it's it's at like a diagonal angle. You can see because the dust is like kicking up around it. I I must have picked this as a spell scroll, so I have fog cloud. That requires all three things: verbal, somatic, and material. Really? Because you have to you have to actually read it. You have to take it and oh, read it. Oh, I see. The cat whistle doesn't work. <laughs> you could definitely blow the cat whistle. In addition to banging on the door, now you just hear meowing at the door, <laughs> clawing at the door. You could blow the cat whistle if you want. I'm going to blow the cat whistle. All right. So, Azir's course of action is to blow the cat whistle. Two cats. Uh, that's Azir's course of action. Anyone else want to do anything? I mean, no. All right. So, Seidel returns from behind the curtain to see two cats now just flying around in this with the wall <laughs> with Azir. What, they, they showed up next? Yes. Ah. <laughs> what did you want them to do? I thought they'd be, like, in the room. Attack! Flying around now, it's like the cow from Twister. <laughs> so many scratches. He's kind of stretching, getting ready. Arms ready, kind of like winding his arm a lot. Throw the spear, really... man. Hmm? Throw the spear down. Throw the spear down. I'm going to do it. As the darkness begins to grow, you see Seidel quickly move his hands again, burst the flames, the darkness shrinks back in. <laughs> well, shit. He goes in and looks around to see which which one of you did that. Like a teacher, teacher looking at who did the spitball. I just giggle. He puts his goggles back on, walks over to Sherlock. Doesn't even acknowledge the cat. The machine. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd those cats come from? All right. One more time. Takes his finger out like so. <laughs> When Birdshoot comes over and just rips his finger, he's going, God damn it! As the bird rips the glove around his finger, below his hand you can see there's this metal going all around it, up to his fingers and everything, just underneath this purple thing. He goes, runs over to get a broom, and he's trying to, he's whacking away at the bird <laughs> up in the sky. Going, for the love of God! At the same time, there's another explosion, like a popping sound at the door again. All of you expect the door to be blown open. You're not sure what the sound was. So he continues getting Bertrand in a corner until he finally is able to, using the bristles of the broom, shake the bird so much that the glove falls back down. He hastily puts it back on, just looks over at all of you as you're trying his patience. Walks over to the machine again. He's <laughs> about to press the button. I say, oh, do you need a hand? <laughs> <laughs> turns and says, what? A mage hand comes up and begins blocking his hand from, from getting there. Yeah, mage hand. You all go, you're, he's trying to press the button, his hand's moving it away, and he just goes, oh my god. This is not worth, as more bang comes from the door behind, he looks through, you all can see, someone's shot a hole, small enough for an eye to see through. <laughs> <laughs> As this mage hand is now in front of his machine, so he just gets up and says, this is not worth my time. Another blast goes off, and he disappears into this little square in the ground, just kind of shoots down it. <laughs> All of a sudden, the magic around you just ceases. The web disappears. The wind goes away. The ball breaks. You're still stuck in the <laughs> tube, unfortunately. Can I go stomp on whatever square he just flew into. <laughs> sure. You, you, you go ahead and run over. The square disappears before you can get through it. I'm going to stomp on it anyway. So stomping on it as your the talents are going. Rrr, 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 you hear rrr. some old neighbors downstairs go, hey, come clean it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I collect my cats. All right. You're, you're holding two cats. <laughs> carrying them out under your arms. Yeah. As, you, as you hear some cheering from behind the door. Uh, thanks for the hand. Um, no? That was my joke. That was your joke? It's okay, boys. It's I'm better okay when I told <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my, take my course after trying to smash the thing open. All right. 
it's not it doesn't seem it's very thick glass i i pull the switch to lift the glass <laughs> which, <laughs> which switch you want to i i couldn't see the switch no uh no <laughs> oh god <laughs> i think it was this one <laughs> The glass slowly comes up from the encased Sherlock. So uh, the two women that... Just one one, I thought there yeah. were two. No. no. Oh, is she still in there? She's on the ground, yeah. Can I inspect her? Yeah, absolutely. Make a medicine check. Nope. <laughs> hey, there's a person here. Um, five. Talon has no information about the what medical afflictions woman has. Is she alive? No, she's definitely dead. Okay. I'm going to do a Talon says... Check. Yeah, you can investigate it. What are you investigating about it? Um... Um, do I get advantage if I use my magnifying glass? If you're looking for small details on her. Wink. Yes, I am. Okay. 17. There's nothing interesting about this woman's this close-up. You're looking at every square inch of her. There's nothing unusual besides uh, pale skin. Did he take my mask? I, I want to collect my mask, and I want to take his notes. Okay. Can I read the notes? Are they coded? The notes are, it's all just numbers and little tick marks. How many? There are 30 pages of notes just on this little clipboard that were next to the uh, machine with little X's and check marks detailing numbers. It's just uh, the numbers might match up to settings on the dashboard. That would, that would make sense, but they don't make any sense to you. What else is in the room? Next to a window, there's a bird that looks like the bird that you had Bertrude follow. That's probably flipping the notes. And next to him is a pile of notes. Hmm. Maybe I'll take those notes. So you go over there. And Anybody going to open the, the door? Open the door. Thaddeus? Yep. Yeah. I'm sure. going to pick up the bolts. <laughs> okay. The bolts are back. They're no longer magical. Uh, Thaddeus, the door won't open up, but you can try breaking it down. Yeah. Do I have so, to do a check? Or? No. Or just you... you'll be hacking away at it. As Azir's uh, <laughs> looking at, at these notes over here, they seem to fade as they go farther back. Like, actually fade, as if the ink itself is, oh, is it's fading disappearing ink. ink. The most relevant on top is the spell requirements for a spell called Gentle Repose, which is you touch a corpse or other remains. For the duration, the target is protected from decay and can't become undead. It's not a spell scroll, I'll repeat that. You can't cast it. It's just the requirements on how to do it. The components are a pinch of salt and one copper piece placed on each of the corpse's eyes. Does it look like he copied this, or he's trying to figure this out? This spell itself is handwritten. It's like a note. This was one of the notes that, uh, it's on the same group of notes that was sent or received by the by the bird, messenger bird. Can I just start pressing buttons? Sure. No one's in the tank, right? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> so talent be pressing buttons. You're going to accomplish something, just pressing buttons. <laughs> I'm hoping for something to happen. Can I see if I can uh, match up the notes to the console somehow? Sure. Put one of the cats in. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> you can summon more. <laughs> Where do they go when they leave? Also, listen to Bearded Vegans. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, can I try to like see if I can yeah, decipher any of absolutely. this? Absolutely. 12. All right, so Talon's plugging away at the machines. There's a ton of ton of dials and knobs and buttons. Lots of stuff to match up. He's trying to follow just the one of the ones that has a check mark next to it, a successful one. As Azir flips through the notes, he also finds a note that says, just Hatterai found, progress done. How is Hatterai spelled? H-A-D-A-R-A-I. So we know he was searching for Hatterai, right? Mm -hmm. Did he say he was dead? Yeah. 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 Both he said that and the note that Azir found says that Hatterai... That's gotta be true. Theraval screwed us again. Well, um... His daughter's dead, so he's not going to be happy about that. Yeah, can we, like, sweep up the pieces or something? He took, oh, the, he took the broom he with took him. The broom. <laughs> 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 
can I actually have Bertrude talk to the other bird and then report back to me? Any interesting? They can't talk to each other. <laughs> you can just talk to Oh, yeah, I can just talk to them. <laughs> I can't talk back to you, but yes. So you, you want to go to the bird? So you go to the bird. It's little raven. He has a nameplate. It says Hempel. It's Hempel's raven. I say, hey, Hempel, what's the big idea around these parts? <laughs> All right. We got a tough cookie on our hands. So this is what they trained us for back in Dubs. <laughs> All right, that is good cop, bad cop. Fettis is still smashing the door away, trying to hack it. Hmm. I guess I'll go over to the other machine. All right, so you're looking at it. It opens up. It's like a chest almost, but there's nothing inside. Inside is just a little glassy area. It's like a kids who make a cardboard box of a time machine, and it's just got drawings of dials and stuff on it. So it opens up on a hinge, but below it is just immediately just glass that, that goes to nowhere. It's just glass and then more machine. There are buttons near it as well. There's the button. There are buttons outside of the glass? Yeah. There's one that says BR, one that says UN, and one that says DL. UN. You press that, and you hear some mechanics going around inside. Just come... Does it 3D print something for me? <laughs> DL? All right. Uh, you see this light sweep across the open case. So it's a printer. <laughs> it's a Xerox. Scott here. I'll... Do one, press the other button. The BR one, you hear some gears whirring inside. I press all three at the same time. <laughs> uh, hear some gears whirring, the light moves across, <laughs> and you hear some cha-chinking in it. I got nothing. Uh, I think you need to take your pants off and sit on it, <laughs> and then press the buttons. <laughs> oh, this guy. <laughs> got him. B-R-U-N-D-L. Brundle. Brundle. <laughs> Thaddeus kind of gets the door Split it up enough that some people begin punching through it. There are about seven people there uh, out of the 60 who were originally in the dungeon. As they come in and they go, did you get him? Did you get him? Uh, no. He's gone? He's gone. Well. He's, he's a pretty tough cookie. We uh, went to the courtyard. There was no one else here. It was as if this place was, is empty. That is correct. He said he uh, sent most of his guards away. Well, that's good, because the moment the gates opened, a lot of people just took off. They tried to luck down the sewers instead of trying to get back down here again. Uh, Godspeed to them. Can I have my ring back? Yeah, I just have one question. Is this normal? As he lifts up his shirt, <laughs> as his torso all the way down his leg is now a skeleton. <laughs> you can hold on to that. <laughs> No, I want it back. <laughs> so he goes in and hands it to you and goes, yeah, again, is this, is this normal? That happens occasionally. Just run it off. <laughs> His exposed heart. <laughs> so the seven people are there, including a familiar face with long gray hair. A man turns around with the same X over one of his eyes. Just looks around, looks at some of the pieces on the ground. Uh, you know what X the Mystic always says? <laughs> no one carves statues of frightened warriors. If you see one, keep your eyes closed and your ears open. <laughs> so he scratches his beard some more and begins walking around the room. Do you have any other insights about what's going on? These machines? <laughs> well, as X the Mystic always says, sometimes a chest is just a chest. <laughs> <laughs> but don't bet on it. <laughs> oh my god. I hit A. I yeah, yeah, hit yeah. A. Well, 
<laughs> As Exton Mystic always says, keep a few gems in your pocket. A hungry Xorn is a helpful Xorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will save more for later. <laughs> can you join our party? <laughs> you can try to ask him to. Well, no, I actually want to start a, a variety show with Alfred as our house band, and this guy as our comic that we bring on occasionally. <laughs> oh, I am stumped. Yeah, I I think uh, go back to Theraval and have a come to Jesus moment with him, or he, he's going to have a come to Jesus moment. Well, he's probably already going to be dead. That's true. Uh, anything come out of my button mashing? Like uh, <laughs> out of his. Yeah. I, this is pretty much how I play arcade fighting games. So, <laughs> so after all said and done, you get the mechanics just right. You press the button, little tank, tank goes down, electricity, an explosion, blinding light scares the shit out of everyone. There's just some blinding light all of a sudden, and when you look back, nothing's happened. It's very similar to what happened with the girl, but there was no girl inside. Anyone want to be a guinea pig in there? Uh, no, no, I'm good. I was asking the other people. <laughs> hey, X. <laughs> <laughs> so the five people plus the leader basically go, we're going to try our luck heading home now. I um, just want to thank you guys for saving us. I know this sounds curt and uh, kind of uh, made up on the spot, but uh, I, I, I appreciate the help. Um, I, I don't know what happened to, to Aureus and Seidel, but I hope to never see them again. Thank you. And they just kind of walked down the stairs, cautiously, still holding all the armor they have, uh, ready for the next adventure. Let's, uh, let's look at that other door. Just downstairs? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we, we, we've searched this room thoroughly. Uh, so the, the space that he disappeared to, like, he just kind of sunk it's into like the, the ground, right? Yes. Yeah. So you, you head back down, you go to that locked door, um, where the scratches were leading to. Uh, it can't be lock-picked. You're going to have to try to break it down again. Okay. Hey, big man. I'm going to try and hack it. So Thaddeus spends more time smashing it. Yeah. I'm going to throw one of those screaming stars okay. by him just to freak <laughs> it out. <laughs> I have one health, so I'm going to drink a healing potion. Okay. Brings me up to eight. So after some amount of time, you manage to smash open the door. There's a staircase leading down, pitch black. Like a gargoyle. We're, uh, so I'm going to do the little monster. flick flame thing. I'm going to go, follow me! And I'm going to start walking down. <laughs> but we have dark vision, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's for the show. <laughs> There's a staircase leading down. And right next to him is this little, like, uh, little slide, I guess. Where presumably slide. that they put the crates in to slide all the way down. I would like to take the slide. <laughs> okay. So Talon wow. takes the slide. He gets down first. He says, come on, guys. There's a bunch of weird shit down here. He has a southern accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he... What do you expect to find, man? Uh, weird shit. Okay. I slide down. Whee! So downstairs is just this zoo of animals. Mm. Um, a lot of them in the slit cases. Some of them in complete light blocking cases, like visual blocking cases. You don't recognize all of them. You see some of the some of the monsters that were down in the sewer. Some more of those giant salamanders. Some of those giant snakes. It's inhumane to leave them in these cages. We Let's should... take one of the smaller, more docile ones. They're not small. They're all huge. Oh, they're all huge. Yeah. Is What's... any of them cuddly? No. Like, could I cuddle? Do they like cats? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's one elf down there who eats cats. <laughs> um, what else is around the room? Like, is it just a room with yeah, all these animals? It's, it's not even well organized. It's, it's like once they're carted in, they're just slid down the slide and left. Can we uh, farm some XP down here? <laughs> <laughs> this is the loot room. But these are probably the spoils of people finding the animals down the sewer, which would also match up when Theraval said that some of the guards said, this beats sewer duty. This is simply the room that they put the captured animals in. For what reason, you don't know. 
Mm. No other. But doors. I think we'll stay no. here until we find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't think we need to be down here, guys. Those aren't cute, cuddly animals. Cute no, the, the spooks. No, uh, no kittens or sloths. All right, I guess back or to town goats. then, right? We should get out. Should we, we can get back up the slide? <laughs> well, that's the end of our adventures. <laughs> Let's go uh, have a word with Theraval. Yeah, go talk to the Lord Theraval in Silver Ball. What's up, critters? This is Rob, a.k.a. Talon. So glad to hear that you're enjoying this season of Roll to Hit. We really appreciate all the love and the positive feedback that we've gotten from you. We'll be going to Gen Con later this year, so if you plan on going, shoot us a message and let us know. We'd love to meet you and hang out and possibly even play a session with you. I'm sure you've heard us talking about the live streams we do of D&D Adventurers League with the talented GM Tim. We recently started the newest season, which centers around the Curse of Strahd. Be sure to catch the whole session and join us in future sessions by searching for the commentist on youtube to get updates on when you can tune into our next live show make sure to subscribe once again thank you so much for listening and now back to the show you're now at the gates of superthal again are we at full hp yes you want to go get that armor you paid for i think i got it right you didn't get that armor but in the bag of fish guts theravel gave you armor that was yeah. not the same armor it was stamped with an order of a gauntlet symbol on it i mean did you pay for it up front or did, I did you? yeah yeah might as well get it yeah all right well, I'm going to go back and get my armor. <laughs> small child who wants to wear armor. So in Silverthal, uh, the town is mildly bustling. Um, you say it's a bit more bustling than it was when you left. Obviously, when you first arrived, it was nuts because Theravel was giving away all those cases. Uh, but you easily navigate yourself to the shop again. The man is there. It's been a couple days since she dropped it off. Uh, he notices you. Winks and he gives him the little gun thing. Takes out this fresh suit of armor. It's very clean. How does he know what a gun is? Has he seen? Has he seen Tom's weapon? Right. Sorry. He gives it's you, a crossbow. He gives you the dual guns, which looks like loading a crossbow. It's a very weird sign, actually. It looks more like the Italian like "fuck you" sign. Shows up, gives you your shiny new armor, holds it up, and then he looks down, and you already have this like old armor on. And he just kind of looks. He kind of looks upset because it looks like you went to a competitor. He was like, did I take too long? You didn't come back to get your armor. No. I don't know what I did wrong. Not you did. I've been in practice for years. I, I ah! wanted to. <laughs> he runs away crying. You've made another man cry. Who do I make cry first? I don't know. A lot of people. <laughs> a trail of tears behind us. <laughs> did he run away crying with the no. armor? The, oh. the armor's laying, laying on the counter. Also, the cash register's open. Oh. Oh. Um, that is. Is this, is this armor the same as? It's the exact same armor. It's just trimmed. The reason you brought it in was to trim it to fit your okay. size. Well, I'm gonna take that one and I'm gonna leave the other one, and I'm gonna leave a note that says like, "If you had just waited long enough, you would know that I actually wouldn't wanted to give this to you as a gift, but now I hate you forever." And there's gonna be some tear, some stains. tear marks, some tear right. stains on it. And you write it in Thieves Can't, so he can't read it. <laughs> the only language I know how to write it. <laughs> Alright, so you are out with your spiffy new armor. It is reflecting the sun. You all have disadvantage on perception. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Azir, who has super yes. disadvantage. I have items. No, I guess I don't have items. He stole my mask. Stole my mask that I never checked out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's, I guess, go to Theravel. So, uh, the four of you... Uh, confused as what the hell's going on as Theravel sent you on a death mission because he thought he had to kill you had a change of heart all under his own truth had a change of heart and said I can help you guys now I know I might know where this man is who was trying to kill you you show up the man says I don't know who you are and now you're back in front of Theravel's front door it's possible that he's just very confused <laughs> and like, very, very stupid <laughs> 
Um, well, he's not that because isn't he like a super genius, super wizard thing? Yeah. Person? Maybe I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check the stats. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> I guess. All right. Well, before we go in. How should we handle the whole daughter crumbling statue thing? Should we just not mention the tipping over and falling? Say it really quickly. Yeah, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Thaddeus did it. I think we can just say he had killed her. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think... Uh, Mistakes were made. Yeah, it was. It's Lord Theraval's fault. But, uh, I mean, he sent us on this stupid chase. I'm not I'm not happy with him. I cast right. zone of truth. He's on my shit list. I give a rap, rap, rapping on the door. All right. You knock the door, it actually flies open to a beaming Theravol, who goes, My heroes! How did you do it? How did we do what? They left hours ago! What did you do? Yeah, well, apparently, all we did was not be the guys that they wanted killed in the first place, Lord Theravol. If that is indeed your real name. Zone of Truth. Oh, I don't have that spell. <laughs> what? What? We got He's there. They, <laughs> they, uh, the Seidel was not happy to see us. In fact, he was kind of confused. Right. And he oh, confused qu- quickly uh, subdued us, and only left when he got news that some other person was killed. The person that he was actually looking for. He didn't know who we were. Therefore, expression is just blank, looking at all of you, trying to figure out what emotion he feels. It just leans in and says, are you not the Crimson Forge? <laughs> Is this the, the superhero guys? He looks around and says, the, the description I got, it matched it entirely. He explained you guys perfectly. The elf with a mask, the orc, even, even the necklace. He takes the necklace around Sherlock and spins it around, showing that weird uh, like a cursive L shape on the back. He's looking around. There is... Confusion and panic in his eyes as he's looking at all four of you, trying to figure out how this description was so accurate yet so incorrect upon arrival. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's trying to figure out how to feel. You're talking down to him, but he seems to be too happy that he feels you guys succeeded as the men who were in town harassing him have left. Who gave you the description of us or who you thought we were? It was directly from Seidel. Why did he want to kill him? I, I, don't, I don't know. The, the questions stopped here. Um, yeah, it wasn't us. What can I say? But you defeated him. Uh, no. No, he figured out it wasn't us, and he left. Handed our asses to us. (laughs) Put it lightly. And my daughter? Yeah, he he took care of her. She was already... Sorry, man. He took care of her. Dead when we got there. Done. He goes and looks down at his feet, trying to contain all the emotion he's feeling at this time. It is a sine wave of ups and downs. And he just looks over and says, what, can, you, can you tell me what Seidel was doing there then? I guess hand him the with, notes. With shaking hands, Theravol takes the notes from Sherlock. He scans the first one with methodical rigor, then shuffles to the next one, then the next one. Soon he's flipping through the mess of notes with such speed, you don't know if he's looking for something in particular or just schizophrenically fiddling with the notes while his mind races. As the thickness of white parchment builds up between his fingers, he suddenly stops at a noticeably differently tinted piece of paper. His eyes just stare at it, not actively scanning, but just staring. He drops his hands down and stares off past you. Come, come, come with me. As if in a fog, he walks through the four of you, you're all huddled in front of his door, and goes across the street to the church that was closed for Flying Skulls today when you first arrived <laughs> at, at the town. 
Um, the church door is open. You can see from the street a coffin at the front of the sanctuary. The pews are not entirely empty, but scarce. A couple solemn-looking people with their heads down are sitting towards the back, a hooded man near the front. There doesn't appear to be a priest currently working. When you peek in, Thervall is already leaning over the casket, his back blocking your view of the body. He lets out a sigh as you approach and maintains somber eye contact with the deceased as he holds up the piece of paper in your direction. Hatterai, he says in a defeated sigh. The parchment in his hand is the one from the messenger bird pile, the one that announced Hatterai's death and that some ominous mission had been fulfilled. He turns around to you, lips pursed as his intense stare begins to crack. Hatterai, he repeats. Of course. The four of you finally get a good look behind him. There, lying in the coffin, is the elf you killed earlier on your detour through the forest. The one you stole the mask from. The now revealed member of the Crimson Forge that you were mistaken for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eagle vision? <laughs> Thervold begins to explain, then lowers his voice to whisper in this echoing, nearly empty sanctum. I caught a glimpse of this lad and his attire as he was being wheeled in, but thought nothing of it. We host funerals for strangers all the time, but it makes sense now. So, who? This guy was like a town hero, or...? Not at all, but his father was. Remember when I finally broke down and explained Oris's backstory? How he had been given command of an army, then was finally defeated by the elven forces of Erlad? This. Thervil points to an insignia on Hatterai's vest. This is the mark of Erlad. But this boy has never fought. He's too young, even for elven standards. This is Hatterai, son of Perrin, the clan captain who led the Aralad to victory over Orius. <sighs> Drow, he addresses his ear. I am Drow. Wait, what What just happened? I'm Drow. Oh, okay. This is who I thought you were when I first met you. I, 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 I didn't think you were Hatterai. I mean to say this elf was the one I thought Orius and Sidel were describing to me. I mean, <laughs> the first thing I said to you was out of pure shock. I quote, I didn't realize you were Drow. I quickly composed myself as to not lead on that your presence was to be known to me, but here we now are, all of us alive and well. Oris's masterstroke was just one big, long, overdue fuck you to Perrin. Decades after his embarrassing defeat, Oris snuffs out Hatterai's group by planting a seed of adventure in a nearby town with the goal of intercepting and murdering him, just to get the last word in his feud with Perrin. And I helped. Sherlock makes another man cry. <laughs> As all of you search within for a reaction, and attempt digesting just how unattached you all were to this conspiracy, the sound of pews overturning startles all of you as four individuals in the back stand up and rip off their commoner clothing to reveal flame-inscribed pads and bracers. They begin to take charge towards all of you in the front. Roll for initiative. Next time on Roll to Hit. What? You're like a baby monk. <laughs> baby monk. <laughs> Look at the little baby monk. <laughs> a deacon, man. He's <laughs> doing his push-ups. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I'm 29. I am... 99. He's got to do the thing where you swing it back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one really big arm. Almost like ninja-looking monks. They're going to turn into, like, the Street Fighter background. Uh, he had some kind of machine. Oh, Jesus. What? Additional? She just did 21 damage? Are you as strong as three other men? She puts her arm up, blocks the attack, as fire ripples down the quarterstaff onto you. Hey! 
this is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So uh, yeah, please check those out and uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. Before we leave, I have some words of wisdom for X. I say to him, you must be like the wolf pack, not like the six pack. (laughs) And I say, when you can balance a tack hammer on your head, you will head off your foes with a balanced attack. (laughs) 